Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Now, Glenn Sather, he presided over quite a run, championship runs. For people who don't know hockey, Edmonton is a class organization, lots of championships. Did they win any championships after uh, uh, Gretzky left? I, oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, they did in yeah, and 90 so, and in 06. And see, Sather was there. You know, the, the ownership was there. And it, it kind of speaks to his foresight. You know, people, another takeaway. Another takeaway from people is look for competitive advantages. And, you know, from way back then, you know, you look back, what was some of the secrets behind, you know, just getting talent and doing things well? Uh, they were obviously looking for something that could give them a competitive advantage over the rest of the league. And that resulted in you being the first female to come into the league and especially in that coaching uh capacity but it speaks to him and kind of a legacy you know and it's a way you can impact those of you you're thinking you know you like to give back but one thing you can give back is the way you go about your business can impact you'll be copied if you're successful you'll be copied and are you when you stay in your lane are you doing positive things taking positive steps taking quality risks to uh move your business forward, and you're probably going to elevate the whole industry if you're successful because you will be copied. And, uh, you know, so this is not an accident, but the growth of this industry and the number of people in it. Can I ask you why you have you two on on your uh, shelf behind you? Well, actually, uh, this is a shared um, studio. My husband and I were... Uh, invited to a concert. I'd never seen you two, wasn't really interested, didn't understand the brand. Um, but there was um, a song that kept showing up for me and I figured out it was you two. You uh, two is, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Right. And so that song stayed with me every time I would get to a certain goal and I would really do a good job, celebrate it, own the win, etc. But there was that, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And all of a sudden we were invited to um, a a VIP event and uh, went to the concert, got to hear the song live, went and met the band and had canapes and a a glass of champagne and left. And it was like, oh, that's all it is. It's just it's just a song. But it also became a bit of an anthem for me. And when I realized that I could constantly keep growing, because if I keep throwing myself in in a situation where I'm reaching to my what's next, it's not that I haven't found what I'm looking for. It's just that I maybe haven't found my biggest contribution yet. There you go. And uh, you got red boxing gloves up yep. there. What's that all about? Well, uh, back in a couple of years, years ago, uh, my husband was invited down to Las Vegas to, he's also a performance coach, uh, coach, real estate investor, to work with the uh, infamous Mike Tyson and his wife, Kiki. At the time, they were going through some stuff and he was able to, to work with them from a, a relational side. And uh, Mike gave him two pairs, actually two pairs. Uh, black, the black and yeah, the, the black and the red. Yeah, I see it. And that, did he give him the helmet? I hope he didn't get in the ring with him. No, that helmet is from Daryl Sittler from uh, um, one of the most famous Toronto Maple Leafs in the world. He signed that for us at a at a at an event where we we like to go to fundraisers to make sure we're staying in that level of contribution. Yeah. 
um, because we're not fans. You know, we don't, I'm not a fan of sport. I'm not a fan of hockey. I'm not a fan of boxing. What I am a fan of is, is growth and excellence and healing and moving your life forward. So wherever we are, I, we tend to attract the level of athlete that are, that have the same kind of values. Thank you. And that's what I'm fascinated about growth, you know, uh, improvement, moving forward, you know, stretching the boundaries, looking for what's better. Because the alternative is, you know, people that are, don't take your advice from mediocre average people, everybody. If you want to take away, do not pay attention to the little random comments these people say, because they're not mean. It's just the world they live in. But they'll just say, why can't you be satisfied? You know, it's like they'll do to a golfer. You take up golf, you know, you get where you're shooting 90s and you're trying to get down to 85, trying to get to 80. People say, just enjoy the game. Why can't you, why you're never satisfied? Yeah. If you don't keep improving, you get bored with the game. And, uh, you know, it just because it's boring, boring to shoot the same score over and over forever. And you're, you're selling yourself short and, you know, it's so excitement comes from growth and improvement and, uh, every, no matter what it is, it can always be better. It can always be more fun. It can always be a little bit easier. You know, it can always be a little bit less friction involved. And so, you know, it's kind of fun to get those things in your, like when you, Get your house a little bit organized. You get a little track. That's why it's great to constantly work at your house and your business and your finances on throwing out the clutter, you know, because the stuff that you really doesn't mean that much to you, uh, but it just, you've just always done it. And then you clear that up. And now that now you've got some more resources, some more time to, you know, find other things. And so you have over your head, what we're kind of talking about here is the champion's journey. And it's kind of what I was referring to in, in my book, Serial Winner, is this going on from when to win to win. And talk about why you have that uh, up there prominently in your background. Oh, because the journey of a champion is, you know, there's <laughs> check-ins along the way that you can call a championship or a win or a medal or, a, a you know, a Stanley Cup. But it's the journey that from beginning to middle to end that really is inspiring. And I know it maybe sound a little cliche, but 30 years ago when I started my own journey, I realized that it really wasn't about an outcome. It was about what I was doing, who I was being, who I was meeting, what the lessons were, two steps forward, one step back, felt like a little bit of a cha-cha all the time. <laughs> and you know, when I realized it was a journey and that the journey of a champion, you can be a champion mom, plumber, you can be a champion um school teacher, doctor, whatever the word champion means to the individual, that if I can help them reframe it as a journey, it's not just going and getting something and then putting it on the mantle. Because as soon as you have that medal around your neck or the, the, the national anthem plays over the loudspeaker when you've won something, it ends. Yeah. You know, the flag comes right. down, the anthem ends. You know, the guy starts sweeping up the, the, the stage. Y you look around and go, well, now what? Yeah. So when I realized I was in the, the now what with people, I think that's what one of my chapters in my book is called is the power of now what, right? Is that I realized right. that if we don't have at least some seeds planted in the next part of the journey, even if we don't know where we're going, 
just start to plant some seeds, make right. some good decisions, build some relationships, you know, be kind to somebody that you don't need and, you know, yep. move forward, check in, but plant those seeds. So that future is pulling you forward. You're not looking at it like, oh no, this big empty thing. Yeah. Stay curious. When someone mentions, how about this? How about that? To you don't just me shut it down. No, I don't have time for that. No, I can't afford it. No. It's just like, Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder how, you know, I wonder what that would take. I wonder what that would mean. I'm in Aspen right now because my friend Rusty Cross and I came out here and speak, spoke at one of his conventions. And then I got where I'd come out periodically, stay at his house and ski. And he said, one day he said, why don't you move to Aspen? You know, why don't you move to Aspen? I said, why don't I move to the moon? I said, do you realize what that would mean for me to, you know, blah, 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 blah. but he, you know, I like, boom, it went, that seed went in my mind, you know? And even though I just shut it down, it's like, and now, you know, half of the year I live in Aspen. And it's just, don't be so close-minded about, because what you can't do today, you might be able to do tomorrow. Absolutely. Or the next month. Things can change, you know, and especially in a year, how can things change? And so stay open. Now, when you came up, uh, one thing about, the direction you chose or that you were, yeah, you chose uh, to get into is people need to think about choosing directions that's going to keep likely get you to where you're spending at least some of your time around positive, uh, similar uh, motivated type people, you know, because athletes want to get better. They want to win championships. They want, you know, they got a short time frame in their health and their age, you know, and they want to, you know, they want, they want to win things. And so uh, as you go through life, you can, depending on what you choose, you can choose to be around, you know, in directions to what's going to keep you involved with people like that. Maybe they're not at the top of the game, but they are got an attitude that's going to cause them to be elevated. And that makes them open to the kind of conversations you want to have and also gives you a chance to be uh, possibly learn from them. You know, and rather than, you know, because people are going to influence you one way or the other, you know. And as the Bible said, bad company corrupts good morals. And if you can, uh, or Tim Tebow says, you know, they ask you why he's so dogmatically, positively, you know, motivated and speaking all the time, he said, well, because I know this negativity and positivity both spread. And he said, I'd rather be out there spreading positive. And kind of snuff out the room, you know, for the negative to take over. Because in a void, when it's quiet, negative thoughts come in. In your mind, you know, my mind, all of us, when we get quiet, we get a chance to breathe. Usually it's not gratitude and thankfulness and satisfaction, happiness, thoughts come in where we're just grateful to God for all he's done and you know the people around us and whether no it's like we get worried about this worried about that you know so don't you know just just not you can't if you're going to live I'm interested to have you speak on this if you're going to live and accomplish things you can you got to live by design you can't let it just happen naturally right because good things just don't happen naturally yeah, well, you could, but then you're, you know, you're striving to be mediocre. You know, I have right. no real desire to be average. It's funny, you know, you're in Aspen right now. One of my magical turning points in my life was to be brought into Aspen to work with Aspen Minor Hockey um, for several years uh, in a row. 
went back when I was starting my business and yeah. got to meet some of the, the women that were playing hockey, learning hockey. Martina Navratilova was one of them. Right. And when I was speaking with them, then I was invited back to speak at their banquet one year um, after I sort of had some success in the NHL. And, and I was able to, to really acknowledge what they had taught me, the circle that they had built around them, the people, the women, the like-mindedness, um, the positivity, people, they were choosing intentionally who they wanted to surround themselves with. And when I started to build my, my performance coaching business, I created an exercise called the circle of support and what is in there, who is in your circle intentionally, who's out, you know, who can get into your heart and who can't, who's allowed in your performer sphere and who isn't, who's allowed in your community. I work with, you know, basketball players, hockey players, figure skaters, and a lot of them think they have to carry everybody with positive or negative family, cousin, hairdresser, uh, stylist, whatever in their, inside their star or inside their heart. And that's not true. A lot of times people are coming in because they want something from you. And I started to uh, pick up on that really, really early. So I started to be very choosy as to who I surrounded myself with. And my circle of support is very intentional. It's not huge, but to your point, when you bring champions together and they have that champion mindset, they elevate. I happen to be honored to be one of the partners in what's called the Ice Academy Montreal. And it's the ice dance mecca of the world. We have all the champions from all, from I think it's from 30 different countries now training with us in Montreal. So when you think about champions competing against each other for their countries, training with other champions. Don't you think that that elevates an entire environment? Wow. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallonwinning.com. Thanks for listening.